this is Leah, and welcome to this week's Hashtag for Paris podcast. It is wonderful that you could join us for this week's teaching. I'll explain a little bit more about who we are at the end, but for now, let's jump right in. Hi, my name's Jonathan, and if I think back, I seem to remember around this time last year, uh, delivering a message to you and talking about how tough of a year it had been in 2020 and how much we were all looking forward to 2021. And if I think about where we're sitting right now, I think a lot of us are probably in the same situation again this year. 2021's been another tough year. And I know a lot of us are looking forward to the year to come and hopefully an end to this pandemic. And I know personally, a lot of hopefully good and exciting things coming in the new year for my life and my family. But today, rather than looking ahead to the year to come, I wanted to just take this opportunity to kind of pause a little bit and just to encourage you, uh, to encourage you to deepen in your walk with God and to be a witness to him today and in the very near future. I also realized that this message is coming to you the day after Christmas. So I thought, you know, maybe we should just stop and, and take a look at what has just happened. You know, when I think about Christmas and I think about Christmas morning and, and what that means, the first thing on a lot of our minds, of course, is, is gifts. In many family traditions, we spend time around the Christmas tree or, or otherwise sharing and, and opening gifts. And if I think about my Christmases and Christmases past, I can usually put all of the gifts that I've received into three different categories. The first category is the useless gifts. You know, when I was a kid, this probably would have been, you know, when I got socks or underwear for Christmas, I must have felt that that was pretty useless. So there are things that I would much rather get for Christmas. And, you know, maybe you've had something similar. I don't know if you're familiar with white elephant gifts, but they're these every once in a while, you'll get maybe a piece of art or some extravagant, extravagant gift that you really just don't know what to do with. You'd rather just get rid of it, but it's kind of hard to. Um, and I know personally, uh, not so long ago, I remember getting a hunting knife for Christmas. Now, if you do know me, uh, you know that that's something that I would never <laughs> really use. So obviously, this person didn't know me very well. But sometimes we get things like that on Christmas morning and it can be a bit of a disappointment. The second kind of gift that I think I've often gotten are the gifts that are just for my personal pleasure. Um, I think, you know, about stocking stuffers and my favorite candies and chocolates and those types of things. Uh, maybe for you, it's a, it's a good book that you know you're really going to enjoy reading. Uh, perhaps it's something else that you know is, is just for you and meant for you to enjoy personally. And the third kind of gift I think that, that I've received are those gifts that what I would call uh, practical gifts or useful gifts. You know, maybe you've gotten a gift card that you can use to buy something you really need um, or a power tool to use for a job that you need to complete uh, or a vacuum cleaner or something to that effect. Um, just as a side note, I'm probably speaking mostly to the men out there, but I would advise you never to get your spouse a vacuum cleaner for Christmas unless they specifically ask for it. Just trust me on that one. Um, but... As I think about, you know, these different types of gifts that I've gotten over the years, you know, maybe some of you watching this are already a little bit ahead of me, but I wanted to connect that with the gifts that God gives us, not just at Christmas time, but 
year round. And really, if I think about the gifts that I get from God, they fall almost exclusively into that third category, gifts that are to be used. For one, God never gives us anything useless. He just doesn't do it. And two, you know, maybe he does give us some gifts for our personal pleasure and just for us to delight in. But I find that most often, even those kinds of gifts from God can also be used and shared with others to bring joy to them as well. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today. Those gifts that we receive from God. And to do that, I wanted to start by reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and he distributes them to everyone just as he determines. So who does the Spirit of God give gifts to? Everyone, if you read this passage. And that's great news. He gives them to you. He gives them to me. Nobody here, nobody on this earth is without gifts from God. And I think just let that sink in for a minute, how fantastic that is, that, that God is able to give gifts to everyone. And secondly, you know, I pull out of this passage, you know, why does God give us gifts in the first place? And the answer that we find here is that he gives them to us to be used. It's like I said earlier, God doesn't give us anything useless. Everything that God gives us is to be used to serve others and to serve Christ. We also read in Ephesians chapter 2 that we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared for us in advance to do. We are created. We are given the gift of life. Everything that we are given is to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. That's amazing. The God of the universe has that much capacity that he can give us all of these things in preparation, knowing the possibilities, knowing what we might be able to do with them. And so if I think about that and I, and for you and for I, if I want to start applying this to my life and thinking about the gifts of God, I mean, my natural question is, is what kind of gifts does God actually give me? What gifts do I have from God? What kinds of things? And I want to say that your gifts from God can be all kinds of things. Yes, we, we read about in scripture, we read a lot about spiritual gifts, and certainly those are from God and can be used for the purposes that, that we've mentioned. But it's not just those. God gives us all kinds of things. Your gifts from God can be things that you have. You know, maybe you have a house or an apartment that is a gift from God. It's something that you could use for his purpose and his kingdom. You know, whatever you're watching this recording on, a TV or an iPhone, whatever electronic device maybe you have, that's also a gift. These things that we have, maybe you have a car and a driver's license. That is a gift from God that can be used. And secondly, I think that our gifts from God can be 
things that we are good at. You know, some of us are really good at art or design. Uh, some of us maybe are really good listeners. And some of us are good with numbers and accounting. Those are all things that are needed in our world and in our lives. And they're things that, that we can use if we're good at them to serve others and to serve God. And thirdly, and I think maybe not as often talked about, I think our gifts from God can also be things that we enjoy. You know, maybe you're someone who enjoys writing, enjoys encouraging someone. You don't have to have any particular skill uh, or be, you know, a poet or a, a novelist to be able to write an encouraging note to somebody and make a, an impact in their lives. You know, when I think of uh, people who enjoy being around children, you know, there are all kinds of opportunities to use that. Just the natural joy that you have in, in being with children. You know, our Sunday school, for example, is always looking for volunteers. And, you know, you don't have to have any particular skill or be a teacher. Just having a joy of being around children is a gift that you have that you can share with others. Now, once we've sat down and we've kind of looked at the different gifts that God can give us. And, you know, if you have time, I encourage you maybe to just go back and, and write down one thing in each of those categories. Write down one thing that you have, one thing that you're good at, and one thing that you really enjoy doing. Take some time and think about that and write those down. Now, once you've done that, I think the next question and the question that comes out from reading scripture is how does God want us to use those gifts? Once we've identified what they are, what are the things in our life that God has given us? How does he ask us to use them? And firstly, I'll say that God doesn't give us anything just for our own benefit. God gives us these gifts to be used to bless others. And I've said it before, but I'll also take a look at Genesis chapter 12 when when God is calling Abraham. Now God calls Abraham to leave his family, to leave his home, and to travel across the country to this promised land that God has promised him. And what God says to Abraham is he says, I will bless you and I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless you and you will be a blessing. God is not giving Abraham gifts. He's not going to bless Abraham once he arrives in the promised land just for his own benefit. He's going to bless him so that he and his lineage can be a blessing to others as well. We also read in, in 1 Peter chapter 4 that each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. In other words, if we're going to be faithful stewards of what God has given us, then we ought to use those things to serve others. So God asks us to use our gifts to bless others. But secondly, he also asks us to use those gifts to bring glory to his name. We read in the book of Colossians chapter 3, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. I think that's important for us to remember, that when we use these things in our lives, the things that we have, 
that we're good at, that we enjoy. When we're using these things to do good or, or just using them in general in the world, that we ought to be using them in a way that is glorifying to Christ. After all, he's given them to us. Where would we be if we didn't give him any credit for that? And Jesus, in his time with us on earth, he ultimately gave us two commandments to live by. And that was to love the Lord and to love others as we love ourselves. Now, when we steward our gifts in these two ways that I've just mentioned, by using them to bless others and by using them to glorify God, we're doing exactly what Jesus asked us to do in those commandments. We're loving God and we're loving others. Now, if you reflect on this past year and you reflect on everything that I've just said um, and maybe those gifts that I asked you to write down, I want to ask you, have you been using those gifts this past year in the best way that you possibly could have? Now, for myself, and I think probably for most of us, the answer is no, I, I probably could have been doing a little bit better. And so ultimately, that's what I want to do with this time here as you watch this. I just want to remind you and encourage you that even though we don't always know what to do with the things that we have, and we don't know how we could possibly use our gifts to serve God, I want to encourage you that there are many, many ways to do that. And we can all find a way to do that in each moment, today and tomorrow and the next day. We don't have to wait for a special epiphany. And to help with that, I just want to encourage you to simplify things. I know I spent a lot of time in my life, you know, trying to figure out what I thought my ultimate calling was. You know, I, I've often thought there must be something, one particular skill or, or set of gifts that I have that God wants me to use in a, in a certain way in my life. And that's my ultimate calling. And while that may be true, uh, and it can be good to, to seek after a calling like that, I just also want to encourage you that there are many, many different ways to use the gifts that you have. And some of them are very small and to be used in the moment. I can think of, you know, some memories that I have from when I was younger or in high school, just someone who gave me a ride uh, to a basketball game uh, so that I could get there and play a sport that I love. That person with that, with that car and driver's license was able to give me a gift that, that I remember even now because it brought me such joy. These are little things. It might not be your calling in life to be a chauffeur, but you can use that thing that you have to serve God and to serve others. So I encourage you not to make it more complicated than it needs to be. If there are two things that I would ask you to do right now to use your gifts better in today and tomorrow and in the coming days, it would just be to do two things. The first is to just take stock. What do I have? You know, what am I good at? What do I enjoy doing? And once you've done that, the next thing is to use it, to do it. <laughs> you know, what do I have? Well, use that to serve others. What could you do with that thing to make someone else's life just a little bit better today? What do I enjoy doing? What am I good at? How could I use that today? And when I do so, how could I glorify God afterwards?
as we think about these things and as we think about the gifts, you know, reading again that passage that we, that we first read, that all of us have been given gifts by God and all of us have been given an opportunity to make an impact in our lives and in the lives of those around us. You know, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what God can do through you and through me in the year to come. And there might be some small things, there might be some big things, but ultimately I think we can expect that God is going to do amazing things through each and every one of us who are willing to use our gifts for him. So if you will, I'd ask you to join me in prayer this morning. Father, I just wanna thank you for your gifts, for your love, for your comfort, for the comfort in knowing that you give to us. And not just at Christmas time as we perhaps think about it most, but each and every day. And I thank you, Father, that no one is left out, that everyone watching this has been given gifts by you. And Father, I just pray that you would help us to recognize those things, to recognize them in ourselves and in others, to see what we have and what we can do, and to see the potential to do good for others with those things. I ask, Lord, that as we move on with the rest of our day and our week and in the weeks to come, that you will continue to provide for our daily needs. You will continue to walk with us and be with us. But I ask most of all, Lord, that you will remind us of the gifts that you've given us, that they may bring us joy, Lord, and that in doing so, they would be able to bring joy to others. We ask and pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Now, as you do go about the rest of your day and the week ahead, may the Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God and Father, who gives us eternal comfort through his grace, may he give you his comfort and comfort your hearts in every good work that you do and in every good word that you say. Amen. today. We hope that you were encouraged by what you just heard. Just so you know a little bit more about who we are, hashtag for Paris, our church is about creating a culture that shows people that we are for them and for our local community. Jesus invites us to experience a meaningful life with him and others. So we meet every Sunday morning in person at the Paris Presbyterian Church at 1030 a.m. and throughout the week in various home groups and pubs here in Paris. It is here that we experience authentic relationships and we grow deep in our faith journeys together. If you would like to connect with us further, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And it is here that you can find links to any of our other audio and video podcasts, sermons, and you can track with what's happening with us each month. Please go straight to our website for more information now about our home groups and how you can get involved. Our website is parispresb.ca. Yes, that's right, parispresb, P-R-E-S-B.ca. 
And it's there that you can share our links with your friends, family, and neighbors. Uh, we have friends from around the world who connect in with us online on a regular basis. And so lastly, please feel free to email me and get connected directly. I would love to chat with you. My email is leah at parispres.ca, and I'll get back, right back to you. So that's all we have for now. Thanks again for joining, and we'll see you again next week. Bye for now, everyone.